halfway there. You either got less hair or more coming out everywhere. Getting more deaf, worrying about death. All the tires you got are spare. Unexplained coffin while choosing your coffin. Getting some laughs in and choking on taffy. Squeaking more than a dolphin. Rolling at the kids, soiling undies with skids. Wondering if we fucked it up, can we still make the mic drop? Genexing, texting, vexing, exiting. But not yet, not yet. We're just halfway there. Halfway there. Hi, I'm Kim Gaynor. Hi, I'm Camilo Fantasia, and this is Halfway There, a podcast about the new middle age. And it's very, very literal for me. Oh, I should say uh, no gin today. So Kim and I are going to have a nice and relaxed half-baked there episode with no theme, just lively chat and laughter. La 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 la, half-baked there, la 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 la. She's gallivanting in New York City. She is drinking in all of the noxious fumes <laughs> that New York City has to offer. She's paying $35 for a hamburger or like for a cheeseburger. What She's else? She's being carjacked. <laughs> She's losing her pizza to rats on the subway platform. She is brokering a deal to buy the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm. She is protesting outside the UN. Um, what else? These are all the typical New York City activities that we engaged in when we lived <laughs> yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially the carjackings. <laughs> yes. um, maybe she's like getting uh, into fights about the one Charlie. Did that that happen in New York, right? That seems like a really New York time. Or mm-hmm. did that happen in her Vermont <laughs> environment? That's a really good question. I don't know when the Wintale fight happened. It just it, it seems, seems like it had to happen in Brooklyn, no? These refer to like six or seven episodes ago. I can't right, remember right. which one it was, but Jane got into a fight about Wintale. Right, um, and it seems like it, yeah, it had to be New York, but who knows? But I mean, her she she will be missed. Um, mm, yes, that made it sound like she yes, like she's parted. gone. Yes, she is. She will be missed. Please check the obituary and obituary. We, we don't say that. We're pretty oh. sure she's gonna make it back from New York City and One Piece. But um, reading but we can the guarantee headline. It. It's touch and go in New York City, though. I mean, have you been hearing all the news that's coming out of there? Obviously, the shootings and the subway pushings uh, and the it's it's scary. And and Jen like sent us a picture of like, oh, the you know, there's a car on fire and on the freeway. It's like she's mm, been there for two minutes. And yeah, it sounds like a, a hellscape on Earth. It sounds like the Warriors, the 1980s movie where New York is like basically on fire and like gangs rule the city. Ah, that is such a good movie. And the fashions, I mean, like Mm. New York City, 70s street fashion, so good, like disco era fashions. Um, That's really the main thing I remember about it. And Coney Island, great movie. Escape from New York. Lots of cities that have said New York is a place like you have to get the hell out of before, you know, you get hunted. Wow. This, it doesn't seem like a recent theme anymore. 
you know, like, well, because it's real. (laughs) Maybe that's why I think recent themes are like focused on the eighties are, you know, the greed of wall street, which yes, yes. And yes. Sure. It's more about the excess and the glamor. That's Mm -hmm. the part that we have nostalgia for not the filth, which is, and and the depravity and the uh, broken dreams. That is the part we're actually living through. I will say that I feel like, um, I feel like LA has a monopoly on the movies and TV shows about broken dreams. Like you don't see it as much in New York programming, New York based programming. You know what I mean? Like if somebody's got broken dreams, it's because they wanted to be a movie star and they it didn't work out. I think that's I think that really depends on what era of film we're talking about, because mm-hmm. the, all of the 70s and early 80s feel like they were. I mean, think of taxi driver. I mean, mm-hmm. you have child prostitutes like that whole era of New York movies was pretty bleak. I feel like. Oh, yeah. Serpico, that's one, right? Um, It's just a lot of like New York City is always like the cops and the corruption. And LA is like, I want to be an actress and like I got murdered or I I have to, you know, do porn instead. What is the uh, great movie, Mr. Goodbar, looking for Mr. Goodbar with Richard Gere? I don't know that one. Oh, well, someone gets murdered. Spoiler alert. Oh, but I, okay. It's a it, it's I think it's set in New York, pretty sure. But yeah, it's it's in that era. It's like all those 70s movies were so bleak and dark. And I mm-hmm. forget the woman. Um, you can have our intern Google it. Um, <laughs> our intern sure taking applications currently. <laughs> yeah, like right now. Get back. To you want to get um, want to get the job? Do this. Do this Googling. <laughs> Do this Googling right now. <laughs> Let us <and> know. <laughs> Let us know somehow. Um, but yeah, so she's a deaf, a, a teacher of deaf children, and she's really good at her job, but she's got this, I don't know, it's funny looking at it through the lens of 2022, because I'm sure it was super shocking at the time. She's got this, I guess, sex addiction. So she's just like, taking home guy after guy after guy after guy after guy. Richard Gere is one of them. He's he's fine, but like... He's very Richard, fine, especially in the 70s. He he was. He was. He was he was a looker. Um, pre-gerbils, I hear. Is this pre-gerbils? Yeah. Pre-gerbils, okay. Um, I, I'm, some of our younger listeners may not be aware that there's an urban legend circulating that Richard Gere may or may not have put gerbil a gerbil or multiple that that he engaged in gerbling which i feel like is an ongoing activity putting a gerbil no. into his rear orifice <laughs> which as for far sexual as pleasure I know, is not a thing it's, do you think it's a thing i hope not for the fucking gerbil's sake like that would kill a gerbil i i think it's comically ridiculous yeah but as a teenager it was funny to think about as an adult, as, as an adult, you start thinking more about the practical aspects of it, right? And you're like, what, how, why? Yeah, I mean, the, my only concern was ever the gerbil. Like, I heard mm. that and I was like, please tell me this is not true because gerbils are cute little animals and yeah. that would surely 
kill them. Like I'm, I was enraged about animal cruelty. Like, I don't really care what you put up your ass. You just shouldn't be cruel to animals. The immensely popular podcast, uh, Dumb People Town, does a yearly yeah. review of what things have put into their various orifices as compiled by doctors around the country. Apparently a list comes out. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I don't didn't know that they like no. kept that, like the farmer's almanac. But <laughs> it's like the farmer's I, almanac. And nothing of, of all the updates I've heard over the years, I don't think anything was alive in the rear opening of the of course not because it's gonna die once it's up in your colon but i don't think it was alive to start with is what i mean oh i like it's all inanimate objects of various lots of interesting ones but none yeah i feel like i've read some some articles detailing that i mean just you know for prurient interest might have caught my my eye and like a in a google um you know rabbit hole slash wormhole rabbit hole a hole yes (laughs) i was getting there (laughs) (laughs) oh dear listener if you if you have any experience with gerbling then go then go turn yourself in then you're a terrible person like i I hope someone punches you. Stop like, listening to this podcast, but do recommend it to two other people before you do. No, don't tell these gerblers to recommend it to their awful psychopath fucking animal cruelty friends. They, they probably we don't, don't. We don't want that kind they of They don't know. They're not going to know, though, because it's like, you know how a psychopath that people are always like, he was my best friend. I had no idea he was, you know, murdering sex workers for like 20 years. I don't believe they it. never know. I don't believe it. that's what they say because they don't want to be implicated. But you're telling me that like John Wayne Gacy, for example, <laughs> That his neighbors didn't look fucking askance at him with the fucking clown suits, the key parties, the fucking weird trenches in the back. Are you fucking telling me you didn't think this guy might be a fucking psychopath? I don't believe it for one second. Yeah, but that's like a yeah, he was a fucking creep, but there's plenty no, but that I people we were like plenty we of psychopaths. Video of someone saying, oh Johnny, you're such a great boy. said hi to all the kids and shit like that that's just midwest nice yeah well <laughs> midwest nice psychopathic killers um <laughs> no thanks speaking of clowns and um jim and i were at the neighborhood art fair the other day which turned into not seeing any of the art but it, it most it's mostly not very good uh we we ended up hanging out with his cousin and some friends anyway um, but we were sort of a few feet away from the clown station, the face painting clown oh, station. Right. Okay. And a dad and a daughter walked behind us and the daughter goes, daddy, I don't like the clowns. Uh, yeah. I hear you, sister. I can't argue with that. It was hard to tell whether she meant these are low quality clowns because I have to say the makeup <laughs> was lacking a little bit or whether she just has a 
They're scaring yeah, the shit yes. out of me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I think I think I'm gonna go with they were probably scaring the shit out of her. I, I feel like it's really ingrained in the like collective unconscious for some reason. Yeah. Um, She's like, I'm eight years old, but I've seen it and it part two. And it part two was so much worse than it. Why did they even bother making it? <laughs> Which is true. The first it movie is really scary. The second one is ridiculous. Um, yeah, I don't I just I don't think I've seen the second one. I think the first one is pretty scary. Yeah. Mm. Like I mean a clown. It's always yeah. It's always scared me. I feel like though, like, have you ever looked at like vintage pictures of people in costume from say like 1918 to like 1950? Oh like, yes. Why oh. is it that every single freaking costume ever created throughout that entire time is horrifying? Horrifying. From the Easter bot bunny to like, there's no sexy witches. There's no sexy anything. Everything yeah. is blood curdling. Will murder you in your sleep. Scary. Which you kind of have to give it to those people because like they were doing Halloween right. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to be a sexy accountant for Halloween. Fuck that. I'm going to be like a bloodthirsty, rabid Easter bunny mm -hmm. that will murder your children in their sleep. Like, you have to give it to them. They were trying to scare each other. I don't, was that it? Or was there just not an aesthetic of like, I think I've, I, you might be right, but it could also be that it was like, okay, I have four scraps of cloth around the house, <laughs> an animal fur that was like, we rode A real kill. fur. Yeah, like a roadkill yeah. fur. Yeah. And I'm going to make a rabbit costume out of this like spare fabric that I have. It's going to look hella patchy. It's going to look uneven from ear to ear and overall absolutely terrifying. I think, yes, because I think that actually what, the created that the aesthetic that was created was like this weird fucked up realism, you know, like, okay, if I'm going to be a witch, I'm going to like, Oh, I have these old deer skins and like hanging in the cellar. I'll just make a mask out of them or, or use like patchy real animal fur. Like there was this weird sense of like, organic fucking materials being used that mm -hmm. was just creepy as fuck. Yeah. And there wasn't this like culture of cute around Halloween or costumes in general. Yeah. You know, it's because really tailoring, tailoring was really good back then. So you'd think yeah. they could have come up with some pretty good. I mean, you know, when people dressed up as, normal everyday things that look good but if they were trying to dress up like an animal or some kind of i don't know forbidden profession then right that's when it got scary or a mythical creature like any of your your goblins your witches your fairies those were all terrifying like yeah. I, to be a child during that you know 40 years or so must have been absolutely fucking terrifying and every clown costume looked scary as hell. Oh, holy shit. And, and, and it's just like, it's like parents didn't care. I mean, they obviously didn't care because we have so much evidence of like thousands of pictures of kids sitting on the la laps 
of these scary ass motherfucking clowns. And every single one of them is bawling their eyes out, screaming bloody <laughs> Like there are thousands of these pictures existing. Like, why did they keep doing it? They didn't give a fuck. You, ha- you kind of have to admire that too. They were just mm-hmm. like, get all that fucking clown. <laughs> fucking laugh we are saving this for posterity so everybody can see that we were fucking hardcore yeah that like a weird middle-aged man who's chain smokes and is terminally depressed yeah so he's painted a sad face on his already wrinkled decrepit actual face (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's supposed to bring you joy. Like, <laughs> it's like, how can this what? be worse? <laughs> Horrifying. I love it. I love it. Uh, there's a season of uh, American Horror Story where they have a clown killer and they get it just right. The aesthetics of it. He is so freaking horrifyingly disturbing. Is it like it back back in the day? clown yeah it's like a yeah. i think it's 1930s or 40s okay okay setting. yeah yeah so scary uh, just the worst yeah i remember i had this little it's funny like specific toys i don't know i remember lots of really specific toys for different reasons that i had but one of them like it's always the handmade toys that were like weird i think it was like the tail end of that like weird aesthetic i'm talking about but i had this like handmade clown toy and it's kind of along the lines have you seen those like sock monkeys with the, mm, the sock yes. the monkey butt is looks like its mouth which looks like its butt and you're like what is up with this monkey i know somebody who collects those red ass fucking mouth butt you know it's so weird and butt mouth why what did the who that's that's a thing that's left over from that weird aesthetic like homemade but like creepy Mm. um but i I had one of those too but okay but this thing was like it was like all these different patchworks it was like almost quilts someone had taken the clothing of like a hundred dead children or something and like made an outfit out of this it's hard to explain but it was like the clown's body was made out of little puffs of fabric and each mm-hmm. one was different and each one looked like it was like used fabric I don't mean to say dead children but like as a child I hated this thing and that's what it made me think of and its face was this like not cute clown face it was still that like leftover old-timey aesthetic like we're not trying to make anything mm-hmm. cute we just want you to have nightmares yeah and I remember like I bit off its face so you bit were off the face. So you were the monster after all. It's I had a always, biting problem. It's always the human that's the monster. I was not. It scared okay. me. And okay, I, tell I me more to... about this biting problem. Uh, okay, well, when I say I've had a problem, I can think of two instances. And one was the clown. I bit its face off because it was clearly it embodied a demon from hell so that's totally understandable i feel like burning it in a fire is more i don't know like i did not have access to fire i feel like it is psychotic to bite off a face is really worrying that was the scariest part and it would like clearly it clearly (laughs) moved at night it clearly did not. It clearly moved from one side of the room to the other. When I woke up in the morning, I was sure that that's not where it was. So 
the only thing I could do was bite its fucking face off, which my mom yelled at me for. Like, why did you bite its face off? Like, someone made this for you. Like, because it's a demon from hell. Why did you give this to me? Anyway, so um, the, the only other instance was, and this is terrible. I feel bad about it, but I also, like, laugh because I'm just, like, trying. I, I try to put myself in that mindset of, like, what made me do that? I, I think this was, I'm pretty sure this was first grade, um, maybe kindergarten, but I think it was first grade and we're waiting in line. Do you remember when they used to do school pictures? I don't know. Maybe they didn't do this in Spain. You grew up in Europe. We, that was the one thing we did do that aside from just go to school and not have any extracurriculars. So you had the you had the picture guy come because the picture guy would set up with a little backdrop and a light and they'd line up the children one by one and it's like oh, okay well and- no we only did group full class oh okay we did group but that was like a different day we did individual so that this was like a setup and it was a long line of children you had to kind of work your way to the children and I remember like it was picture day they would send home like warning, warning, picture day, picture day, three, two, one. Okay. Today's picture day. And I remember, you know, I like my mom had specially picked up my outfit, especially done my hair and matched the like little things in my hair to what I was wearing. And I still see (laughs) and, and the picture to this day, I'm looking like so happy, but it was right after this incident. (laughs) So there was a girl in front of me. You had the taste of like, you had the taste of face chewing in your mouth and you were like, maybe, maybe, or maybe when I bit that demon clown, a little bit of the like bad seed got in me. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe. So I'm waiting and this little girl in front of me have no idea. I don't really remember anything about her except she was a little girl and Everything about her, she was slow. She was not paying attention. She was not moving up in line. And I was extremely excited to get my picture. So we're like waiting, waiting, waiting. And I'm like, move. And she's like, no. And I'm like, hurry up and move. And she's like, no. And this rage welled up within my soul. And I don't know what came over me. I don't know. You were imbued with like the malevolent spirit of the face that you had chewed up. Maybe. Yes, it's possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just, I just looked for skin and I saw her plump little flesh (gasps) right in front of me. And I just reached out like a freaking, I don't know, werewolf and just was like, and just, Chomped down on her before I even knew what happened. I mean, it happened so quick. And all of us, you know, everything like all of a sudden, like I was whisked away and like there was kind of chaos. And but then somehow I got I got my picture taken anyway. And I smiled. I'm like, I know I'm going to I'm about to get my ass whooped, but I might as well look pretty. I remember thinking something just like that. Um, And then when I got home, I don't I don't remember exactly what happened at school except for like oh god the teachers were looking at me like I was just like a monster like a literal monster and I don't remember feeling bad about it you know Mm. and then when I got home my mother was just like (laughs) my mother who could get really pissed and angry about certain things like her reaction was very low-key I thought 
she was like, how would you like it if I bit you? And then she pinched me on the arm. And, and I was just oh, like, ha, ha, ha. I got maybe off. It runs, maybe it runs in the family. Maybe she'd done the same. <laughs> maybe. Maybe, maybe you're like a vampire, but you're like mixed blood. So you don't quite know how to do it right. So you are just experimenting. It's, it was weird. Like I, even as a kid, I was like, wow, I can't believe I like essentially got away with that. It's not like, it was weird because I just didn't, I don't know what came over me, but I also did not feel bad about it. Like, oh. is that psycho? Hey guys, if you're thinking about dating Kim, just keep this <laughs> anecdote in the back of your head. Um, you know, <laughs> it's um, uh, just word something to, to consider. When you are exposing your flesh. I was uh, five. Please give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Gracie wants to leave the room. All right, Gracie. I'll cut this out. Good night, Gracie. Hi, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. That's a, that's a famous thing that George Burns used to say to his wife, Gracie. Oh, I think. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, the old timey entertainment. Why'd you, um, why'd you it's say goodnight, Gracie? Why'd you name her Gracie? Okay. This was a very protracted project where Jim sent me a very long list of names for dogs, male and female, before he had actually found a dog to adopt. And then I had to narrow it down to what names I like the most and rank them <laughs> from like, wow. the like top five from one to five and articulate why, <laughs> why I thought a name was better than another. And, Very and what, what, what else was on the list besides Gracie? Oh, I wish I could remember. It was, there were just so many. So why do you, like, do you remember why you liked Gracie? I actually, Gracie was not one of my top choices because <laughs> I think I thought Gracie would be good for a really um, like low key kind of, I guess, gracious seeming dog. Right. Know? Grace. But, gracious. But, yeah. but Gracie is kind of she's kind of aggressive, but not like in an angry manner. She's just like an attention whore and she's right. kind of pushy. She wants she gets her nose. You should have named her whore. Yeah, we should have named her whore. Yeah. She uses her nose to like push your hand like away from your phone if she wants your attention and <laughs> you're, like, looking on your phone. Like, so cute. Like that kind of thing. So yeah. I'm not sure the great, but I guess the irony of it works. Well, sometimes we name things with the qualities that we wish that they would imbue mm -hmm. or something, maybe. Yeah. But um, dogs are going to be how they are. So it's hard to. Bitch is going to be bitches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's like, I gave birth to like six puppies. So. Wow. And they're somewhere else. Well, Where? we don't know. I, you don't know if they're with good homes. Let's hope so, huh? Let's hope so. Yeah. We don't know. Doggies. If you have a, um, if you have a dog, you want to share a photo of with us please do i want to see your dogs yeah so sure social media i love to see sure. a cute dog i mean i'm always down for a cute dog what else is going on with you i mean you know, what's it's going like on in the tropics 
it's it's been raining like a mofo like just days and days and days and days and days and it's weird it's like it's weird i've never seen it like this and it's like not officially the rainy season that starts like in a month and it's just been kind of like oh this is a different side of things it's not like oh sunny beach days every day like it's not it's just today it all i looked out the window this morning it was kind of cool it looked like there was going to be a tornado, but I'm like, I know that doesn't really happen here. Right. Like, no, but yeah. So yeah. It's yeah. a lot here too, actually. Yeah. What if we're on the same weather cycle? You know, I, ha- I have this like really nice teenager come, he came to, m- they did our leaves in the fall and then he's yeah. like, we mow the lawn too. And I'm like, well, you can come in the spring and mow the lawn. That's so cute. I'm, I'm okay. So the, the, negative aspect of this or the uh, the way to put this in a less flattering light for me would be like i'm too lazy to mow the lawn right but i like to spin it as i like to support a young entrepreneur so yeah, as an entrepreneur myself yeah I, mm-hmm. I like to share you know i like to be able to let youngsters expand their business um and um Make a little coin on the side to, I don't know, get a PlayStation 5. Who knows what he's using the money for. Right. But translation, really, really freaking cheap labor. And you're so lazy, you don't have to do it your damn self. I get it. I get it. Oh, this is, no, I like my spin on it much, much better. (laughs) And also, let me say, He's like, your lawn, because only our back lawn had really grown enough to mow, like the front hadn't yet, because we're right. in the spring. He's like, well, your lawn is like, I think it's 20 bucks. I'm like, 20 bucks? <laughs> That's too low. Let me pay you 30. Really? And he was like, wow, thanks. So I'm Why like- Why do I feel like you all- Daddy Warbucks here. Like, Daddy Warbucks. I literally- like, no, I was imagining a different show. Like I was imagining Leave It to Beaver. Like, wow, thanks. Woof B, 20, 20 whole dollars. And yeah, that's kind of what I imagine Kansas City is like. Is that kind of like how it is? No, 20 bucks was too low for that amount of work. Woof like, like he mowed for like an hour at least. Yeah. And I don't want to. Yes, it's a lot of work. I have, I, I have, I had, you know, I have a social consciousness. I don't like to cheat people out of, you know, their fair no, wages. I'm not, no, I'm, of course you don't. I'm just saying that the whole scenario is so wholesome. It yeah, doesn't it was, sound it's like very wholesome. He's, he's such a, like a nice kid, clearly. Um, that, yeah, the whole thing was very wholesome. It's nice. And I'm like, can I Venmo you? Or do you want like a check cash? She's like, you can Venmo, just Venmo my mom. Oh, I Venmoed his that mom. That is adorable. How, how old do you think he was? He's probably like at the top end of teenaging, like 16, 17, maybe 18. Oh. I don't, I can't, honestly, I can't tell anymore. Interesting. Huh. That's cute. Yeah, yeah. that's adorable. I'm yeah. glad that these kids are still being industrious out there, you know? They Being little are. capitalists. Yeah. Jen would have something to say. Someone needs to be the voice of Jen. Like, 
Sabbath man, have you unionized yet? The mom is exploiting the child's labor. (laughs) Uh, Side note, I believe in unions and I mostly agree with Jen on things, but you know, I do, I do, I do miss, I'm sure, I feel like she would have something to say about um, late stage capitalism as it relates to teenagers, uh, you know, summer jobs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, um, it's an interesting subject because yes, it would be more expensive to get a actual landscaping company to do it. Right. So are we cutting into, are we undermining the wages of like an actual professional? Mm, It's an interesting subject. It's not that interesting. (laughs) It would be to Jen again. (laughs) I think it would be. I'm um, kidding. I'm kidding. No, I, I, I'm a, I enjoy the wholesome aspect of the whole story. I think it's cute. and reminds me, you know, my brother had these jobs. <laughs> my brother was the less wholesome. I hope he does listen at some point. I mean, he, he did have these jobs. He was very industrious. Like I think I remember him mowing lamps and stuff like that, but he also did other things like, you know, trade up for like, toys that were much better than like he'd trade something and get something much better and come home with like you know he was he outsmarted kids he was smarter than most kids but there was always this like kind of slightly criminal intent like it could go either way with my brother like his powers could be used for good or evil and and thankfully today he's doing quite well and they are being used for good but you know as far as you know as far as you know exactly as far as we don't know know, we don't know what he's up to behind that you know that golden boy facade that he projects like there could be some shenanigans there there could be it was it was touch and go when he was a kid, I have to say. But um, <laughs> once a criminal, always a criminal. Once a scammer, no. always a scammer. Uh, once once a arm biter, always an arm biter. Well, no, exactly. Yeah, we believe in in redemption. Okay. So uh, okay, so I, I hinted at the beginning of the podcast that I was really feeling the middle age thing because I just turned forty nine. <laughs> You're kind of late though. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, you know, it's it's still but but the the like uh specter of turning 50 next year seems it's like now loop yeah, like now yeah. real thing. And you should know what I'm talking about cuz you're not far behind me, but uh, uh, yeah, 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 we're not talking about that. Uh, Happy birthday to you, by the way. No, I will you. deny it until the last possible second. <laughs> you know what? It's funny though because my cousin was like what are you doing for your 50th? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like yeah. she texts me and I'm like, I'm just looking at that phrase. Like, what is she talking about? Like mm-hmm. literally we're not even there. We're not even next to there yet. Like, but we're not that far, yeah. but like I was so incensed. So yeah, <laughs> I, I get it. I'm not, I'm not incensed about it. I'm, I'm actually having anxiety because I want it to be momentous. Like I want to be traveling somewhere cool. Yeah. Maybe I want to do a thing or do a thing with a bunch of people. I I don't, I still don't know what it is, but I feel like the pressure is on. And yeah, as we get older, birthdays should not, we're not children anymore, whatever, but I still. No, it's not our fault that everybody, 
everybody makes things like milestones. They, they if there's a milestone birthday, you can't no. just let that pass. No one will let you let it pass. Yeah. See my cousin. Oh, what was what happened? I just said she. Texted oh, me I thought I thought she had like a milestone birthday that you. No, had, no, that, no. Um, she's like preemptively. Yeah. Years out. <laughs> years. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. More than a year out, asking me what I'm doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. We there's a lot of examples out there, and I will say I will judge. Like I have seen momentous birthdays on social media for certain people, and I'm like, that's it. But I shouldn't. Like that's not good. Like if that. What if do you that's, mean? That that's all like, you did. You- like that's all. That's it? Like dinner? Really? For that year with a zero on it or whatever? And I know I shouldn't. It's not Ah. good. But part of me is like, I want more for my zero ending. That's really judgy of you. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. (laughs) That's what social media does. I wouldn't have known about it without social media. Um, and if you've done this, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just the way we're programmed. It's just that you're judgy a-hole. <laughs> I'm not. I'm so everybody. Not everybody, you. You're anybody, anybody who knows me knows that I'm so accepting of mm-hmm. absolutely everything and everyone. I'm a no judgment, walking no judgment zone. Anybody um, who says that. <laughs> Anybody who has to say that, <laughs> I would beg to differ. <laughs> um, we can strive for that, though. Maybe we can like workshop on this podcast what we should do for our your far away fiftieth and my really like upcoming fiftieth. Yeah. Um, and uh, like, part of me is I just maybe want to be in Spain where I grew up and eating the food that I love. You know, that would like make me happy. Yeah. But maybe I should be somewhere I've never been. I don't know. It's really nice. No, I feel like, well, I mean, I can't tell you. Right. But like, what if you go somewhere you've never been and it absolutely sucks? I mean, have you ever had that experience? It's so disappointing. It's like, oh, I traveled and I decided to go to, you know, Afghanistan and it's, it's, terrible like you know i know i think all of my like in like planning would preclude that i'd be sure to know no you can't no that's absolutely not a thing camila so i'm trying you to think- not plan your way out of just bad experience you can't do it sometimes you go to a place you can cl- everything can go exactly as planned and it sucks you can't plan your way into a good time that is not a thing I'm trying to think of an underwhelming voyage I've had like that. I just can't think of one right now. I think I've generally been really excited with the places I've been to, but there might be one that I'm forgetting that I haven't, but I have like the globe spinning in my head right now. And I'm like, huh, where, where sucked? Not there, not there. Certainly not Ireland. Certainly not the Czech Republic. Certainly not France. Certainly not Italy. Certainly not Costa Rica. Are uh, you going to obnoxiously Canada. list every fucking country you've ever you know been what? to? I feel like for my age, I am not as well-traveled as I 
Me too. Well, how many countries? You must. Know I've the never number. been to Asia. No, I don't. I don't know the number off the top of my head. I know. I know my number, and oh. it's like it's like I'd rather tell you my sex number, actually. But I mean, <laughs> I've never been to Asia. I, I, I've never I'm, been to the Middle East. I've never been to Africa. So there's a lot that I haven't. I, I know done. that I'm way better traveled and way better traveled than the average American, which is yeah. not saying a whole lot. No, but like it's I, easy. You've literally been to one other country or a better travel than the average American. It's so sad. No, I've been to lots of other countries and I have been to Asia, but- uh, Ooh, Wait, where have you been in Asia? Technically, Turkey. Oh, that's right. You crossed the Bosphorus. Yes, yes. exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I've, I've not been to- the the far east yet i think japan actually would be a place i'd love to go on my 50th japan yeah i know it would not disappoint there's no fucking way it would disappoint Hmm. i i i'd be yeah yeah that's actually hot tip from you i guess um japan Japan. let's think about that we've made we've made his half century plan birthday plans japan it's happening uh, we'll 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 uh, promote it on the pod, and maybe you could do like a can live episode in there. You're right. Can I get like fundraising? Yeah. Like, can I start a GoFundMe off of this podcast to send? All I'm thinking send about Japan. is is um freaking lost in translation, and and um you know like Bill Murray being like it's Suntory time, like that just weird freaking. That's such a weird moody movie that maybe is like seems kind of dated now. But like that literally when I think of Japan and going there, I'm like, it will be like lost in translation. In a way. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. One nice nice thing about Japan is they have a lot of former students uh, in Japan. Yeah. So I'd have like a base of maybe connections that could, you know, help guide us in the right direction and stuff. So I think I'd love it. Um, I'd love to recreate uh, the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. <laughs> I, widely I, considered, yes. widely considered the worst of the of the uh, Fast and Furious, but I love it. I I'm great. sorry, I can't even talk about those movies. Ironically, I never even saw the first one, and I hear there's like 30 of them. So I'm just like, wow, how does this happen? It just makes me angry. I like, feel like it needs a marathon. Actually, you know what? Can I just say, what? yeah, the Fast and the Furious, one of the reasons it's so popular, not just because of the insanity and the stunts and whatever, is it because it's the truly first inclusive franchise that was ever made. Inclusive in what way? Ethnically, uh, racially. And so it really felt people, I think it, it worked for many people around the world because they're like, I'm represented in this. Yes, it's silly. Yes, it's dumb. Yes, it's fast-paced action that makes absolutely no sense most of the time. But that's one of the reasons why it's really worked around the world. That's like a very like lar- big claim. I mean, I'm not exactly sure what what like how do you define diversity? I'm like, and by the way, to- I'm piggybacking yeah. on a lot of like thought pieces about it. So this is not my okay. like thinking. Okay, is that really what's his name who died yeah i know you talked about but not really the only was really the only white guy in the whole thing everybody else is racially mixed or a person of color so 
And and was that Vin Diesel or The Rock? I get them mixed up. Okay, so Vin Diesel is the bedrock, as it were, of the franchise. The Rock was brought in several movies later, and that caused oh. a lot of, that brought in a lot that actually caused a lot of tension. And then he got his spin. Oh, I off. thought you were gonna say confusion because I'm like, oh, no, wait, but, no, he's, a, totally he's a character different. in the franchise, but didn't come in until like four or five. Okay, okay. I guess I get them mixed up just because they were both in this franchise, which makes no sense. But there you have it. But they are. Yeah, never seen it. It's it's so dumb. It's fun to be honest. It's really dumb fun. You know what? I have a suggestion for your except your Mac user, not a PC user. Sorry, going back to what you're going to do. That's for right. I am. I am Justin Long. I'm not uh, uh, John Hodgman. As much as I adore John Hodgman, I am the Justin Long of the Mac versus PC commercials. Oh, that is a really Gen X reference. Yes, that's a point. For those of you who don't know. I am not old enough for it. There used to be commercials. Yes, you are old enough. They're not bad. I know, but like it took me so long to like recall that from my memory banks. There used to be commercials where like hipsterish actor Justin Long represented Mac computers and notoriously nerdy looking comedian John Hodgman represented PC. And the whole gist of it was that the PC was just so fuddy duddy. And if you were cool, like Justin Long, you would get a Mac. <laughs> and there was a lot of commercials like that with these two characters. It obviously worked. It worked really well. Well, what I was going to say as a my my work computer is a PC, but I love this thing that Microsoft does where they show you like a beautiful picture of a place in the world and then they tell you a little clue about it. And then if you really like it, you go up in the corner and you click it and, and you're like, oh, where is that? And I always try and guess I'm like, oh, Malaysia or like oh. these mountains look like it's cool. And like, so this one that I'm looking at is like this beautiful blue inlet and all these mountains in the background. And it says you're seeing an inlet of the Indian Ocean between Africa. Okay, normally it's more of a clue between Africa and Asia along its shores and then you click on it Red Sea Egypt oh so I wanted to guess like, I thought oh, I was going to get to well, guess you didn't even see the picture okay, but listen Kim. Kim, all I'm you obsessed. need to do yep. is I get a, a PC and just like every day like until your birthday you know the big one you just do this and then like shuffle them and then just yeah. pick one Okay, so this laptop you see, but well, you can't see it, but behind me I have a laptop and it is a PC. So maybe I can go over there. There you go. It's not my primary design, you know, tool. Right. But um, it is our dear departed Jim's father's laptop, which I need to use for some things because sometimes I see things. I have to tell you, I've become obsessed with two things. Mm -hmm. You know all about Wordle, right? You've heard about Wordle. Yes. Okay. So I discovered something called global, which is basically you type in a country name, which requires you to know the names of countries, which a lot of people may not harder than Wordle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the country that you typed in has a color from white to like deep purple. Deep purple Mm -hmm. means you're really close to that. So it's basically hot or cold. 
kind of thing. And hotter cold geographically, culturally, yes. politically. Hotter cold, no, just geographically. Can you imagine? Culturally. <laughs> it would get so really. Yes. How democratic uh, is it? No, <laughs> but it's so if you type in like Brazil and it's like bright white, you know, it's not anywhere near there. So then you move okay. around to another part. This sounds fun. It is this fun. Check like it out. Global. Global. And it makes it reminds you of like countries that you're like not. You're like, shit, I don't remember what that was called or where was it? And that led me to, I'm now doing African capitals map. Oh, right? wow. Because I, I started with African countries and I got to like 75% correct. And then I was like, I'm going to switch to capitals. And I'm like at 55% now. Correct. So, so wait, so but it's giving what happens, clues. No, what happens is there's a map of Africa. Yeah. And then there's dots where the capital is. And then yes. the prompt says Ouagadougou. Yeah. So then you have to click on the right dot of that capital. Got it. Which is um, Ouagadougou is Sierra Leone. No, it's not Sierra Leone. It's over there. It's near Sierra Leone. So at this point, I've got a bunch of them. I'm like, I know it's in this area. <laughs> I don't remember which one it is exactly. I certainly but, don't. Although I... But there's a bunch I, that I know right off the bat. I'm like, Antananarivo, Madagascar. I know that. Like, you know. Djibouti. Djibouti is Djibouti. It's easy. So Djibouti, Djibouti, Djibouti is so small, the capital is Djibouti. Easy, oh, easy, there you go. Easy. Yeah. Um, Somalia, Addis Ababa, whatever. So there's a bunch that Egypt. I know. Egypt. Yeah, Egypt is easy. Uh, actually, the edges are like easier for me, interestingly. Once you get to the middle, it's it gets tricky. I recommend it. Do you want me to send you the link? Yeah, please. How it, about ancient uh, hmm? ancient capitals or historical capitals of the world? That would be even more fun. Well, you know like, what? Things that have this capitals thing, that have changed with time. You're, you're so close because this thing has not ancient capitals, but it has like ancient, uh, like seven wonders of Africa or like the wonders of yeah. wonders. Also, there's like, so many different variations of whoever did this is love it. And it's all the continents. That sounds really cool. It's all the continents. So you can go over to Asia and then I'm going to move on to Asia once I've once I hit 100 percent on the capitals of Africa. Send it number to me. One, I feel like for my people, I need to yeah. become better with the capitals of Africa. Number one, I'm going to become insufferable and brag about it on social media. And then I'm going to move on to Asia. Yeah, yeah, you will. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked for a good while. Should we wrap it yeah. up? Yeah, I mean, let's wrap it up. I mean, it's always such a pleasure to chat with you. Always, even without Jen. Um, you know, it's like a missing piece, but it was still great, I think. I don't I, I don't know how I feel about the tone of your voice when you said that. <laughs> it's almost like my mother saying, like, I love both of you kids. <laughs> Uh, pause 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 equally and you're like that pause was like very pregnant oh god um we didn't talk about roe versus wade at all maybe next week no we didn't but, i um, thought about it a lot it's it's um it's not it's not that kim it's that this is a three-person podcast so it, it's always like well jen's not here is it going to be the same quality and i have to say resoundingly yes probably maybe even better yeah, so. I mean, really, it's like the difference between a tricycle and like Lance Armstrong's winning uh, bike 
in the Tour de France. Uh, with, That's with, what I would liken with, it to. With like enhancing drugs? Is that what? what no, just doing? the bike, not the drugs. The drugs, <laughs> drugs. Listeners, right, the part. listeners, we did, we did performance enhancing drugs to make sure this <laughs> two-hander was just as good as our usual three people. That's right. <laughs> There's no governing body for our podcast. No. So. There's only a governing body from the Supreme Court. They're governing yeah. women's bodies. Yeah. Ugh, sorry, I, uh, we we will talk about this. At yeah, some point. we will. Um, um, horrifying, but um, yeah. Follow us on the social medias at uh, at halfway there the podcast. What else? Send us emails, Kim. Yep. Send us emails at halfway there the podcast at gmail.com. You guys owe us a lot of stuff where I'm just yeah. waiting for all of this stuff to be coming in. The pictures of your cat bitch filters. And then what did you say today? What else are they? We, well, you just want to see your dogs. I mean, we want to see your awesome dogs. dogs. See, uh, you got scary clown outfits and just oh, that. Yeah. I don't know. Be creative. We, we just talk to us. Yeah, we, we love you. We want you scare the living crap out of us with historic costume photos that we haven't that, seen. That'd be fabulous. Yeah. Um, I like to be freaked out. I like horror movies. I like um, being unsettled. Same. <laughs> on, on that note, um, yeah, uh, we hope you're not too know. unsettled. No, no, no. Don't be unsettled by the podcast. You should be comforted, warmed, embraced. And enlivened, feel enlivened, beloved. yeah. Um, not beloved, and beloved is like notoriously as a novel with a creepy ghost in it, but um, right, let's steer away from that and from like demon clown uh toys, yes, right, yeah. that make you do bad things like bite people. Check out our Patreon at Halfway There Podcast, the podcast, Halfway There, the podcast on Patreon. And there's some extras there that will be gave, be becoming more and more extras. Are they are they actually there? Yeah, yeah. You can get like if you actually <laughs> donate to a we'll have to you ask will, Tina. You will get a t-shirt. Uh you will get Hi, Tina. A, you can get like a drawing of your face uh, or have an illustration you done of your face. Things for your mom yet? Yes, uh, yeah, 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 probably. Uh, an illustration of your face in the style <laughs> of uh our our uh, logo or our our graphic. famous logo. Yes, yes. graphic. Just do it. Like, do it. Do it. Fun. So many fun extras, seriously. And the t-shirts are really awesome. Um, and to get a cartoon of your face, have you seen our logo done yeah. by Camilo? It's amazing. So yeah. why wouldn't you want that? And the t-shirts say, keep it perky. Keep it perky, as we always say. And in Jen's voice, Kim? Keep it perky. Sounds just like her. Nailed it. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. This was a half-baked there. A half-seas episode of Halfway There. Use it to scare off a bear. Or don't. Like, we don't care.